Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it refused to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for December 29th. In the year of our Lord, 2020, this is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. The checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. Uh, We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration, the whole bit, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Are people taking off the gloves and America is getting more and more and more divided by the day? Sad to say, but true. Quick recap of yesterday's broadcast. We had Dr. Scott Bradley with us for two hours. His goal to preserve the nation, his website, freedomsrisingsun.com, weekly webinars, Q&A on the Constitution and more. We talked about Donald Trump signed massive funding bill. Democrats are planning to spend more as soon as Joe takes power. Duck Dynasty Phil Robertson's um, complains about the 600 bucks per person, says it's a big old sham. Yeah. The Global Reset Operation Jubilee is upon us. When will it be? Who will call a halt to the con game is the question that I had. Giuliani, quote, election fraud. Evidence going to blow up after Christmas. Americans will be shocked, says Giuliani. Yeah, it's going to be very shocking to the country, uh, Giuliani said on his podcast on Christmas Day. And I kind of like the Kraken, you know. Will Michigan take legal action against Sidney Powell and other attorneys that are trying to get to the bottom of the election fraud? Most likely. Maxine Waters, quote, if President Trump doesn't leave peacefully, he should be marched out of there possibly by the military or the Secret Service, says whacked out Waters. Vote fraud, quote, we the people. Need to demand accountability at the precinct level, folks. I don't know if you know this, but we have approximately 175,000 precincts in America, 115,000 voting places, and there's an average of about 800 people to a precinct. Why are we looking to the Supreme Court, nine thugs? Why are we looking to the president, a single man, or Congress who's been corrupt and is literally shirked their duty for decades. Why are we looking to those people to solve the election crisis? It's as close as the local precinct for solutions, ladies and gentlemen. Demand accountability at the precinct level. Just imagine if 175,000 precincts were embroiled in lawsuits saying we've got vote fraud, prove that the election's legitimate. Let's see custody of votes. But see, the American people all want somebody else to solve a problem. You see, they want a TV show to be resolved in a half an hour. They want to take a pill for every ill. They're soft. Whenever there's a problem in America, they want somebody else to solve it. They want handouts. They don't want to work. They don't want to take on their government. They don't want to understand the principles of freedom. They don't want to double down and back the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. They're always looking around the next corner for a quick fix. Ain't going to happen. Whistleblower Snowden is now a father. His wife put on a tweet, hey, Merry Christmas, love. Uh, Snowden's, Edward Snowden's wife, his name's Lindsay Mills. They just had a baby. Edward Snowden and Julian Assange should be pardoned, but they're not going to get pardoned. Trump's not doing that, okay? 
By the way, the WHO changes definition of herd immunity to where you got to have a vaccine now. Uh, or herd immunity will never be achieved because they redefine it all, folks. California Sheriff Don Barnes does a great job. Refuses to release 1,800 hardened criminal thugs, including murderers and child molesters. The good sheriff told Peter Wilson, the judge, fly a kite, not doing it, too dangerous. COVID's not near the danger that these criminals will be on the streets. Good for Sheriff Don. After review, Minnesota lawmakers say COVID deaths heavily inflated. Yeah, after scrutinizing 2,800 death certificates, they say, wait a minute, we need a greater, larger, more in-depth audit on this thing. It's not true. Imagine that. COVID-19 hits Utah mink farms. Yeah, so the COVID just bouncing back and forth between animal and humanoids. More strains are coming on. Vaccines are supposedly everywhere, except you can't get one. Testing is everywhere, except it's hard to get a test. You say, Sam, it's not hard to get a test. Oh, yeah? All right. Well, how much does it cost to get a test? Who does it? And when you get done, do you even know your test is accurate? See, I got two tests. I still don't know if they're true or not. The deep state now wants to move from COVID lockdowns to climate lockdowns. Yeah, they're hoping Joe Biden will double down on that coming up soon. Spending bill to tackle climate change. That's right. The big old spending bill Donald Trump and everybody else just signed into law. Nobody read it. They're all criminals. But yet, hey, it's going to back climate change like no other and undo all the stops on climate change Donald has done and fund it, too. Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts are at war in court. Yeah, they call it an escalated recruitment war. I don't understand. If you can't say somebody's a boy or a girl and you can't decide, why why are the two groups battling? NPR gives Cardi B's song. Yeah, best song of the year honor. The song's called WAP. Don't ask me what that means. It's too dirty to articulate on the radio. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. That's a recap of yesterday's show. Still available online at lovingliberty.net. Spread the word. Tell your neighbor. Donate liberally today, would you please? Without further ado, news the network refused to use starts now. The good sheriff, Sheriff Richard Mack with me. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Well, thanks, Sam. It's great to be with you this beautiful Tuesday morning. It is a beautiful, tyrannical Tuesday morning, sir. Welcome <laughs> to the broadcast. Wow. Now, some would just say that's too negative, but I say, hey, we can expect more of it because of the behavior of the people. We'll get into that as the broadcast unfolds. But the headline reads, President Donald Trump signs a $2.3 trillion, what they call coronavirus relief bill. After publicly protesting against it, the White House announced. So Donald complained, uh, $2.3 trillion. Uh, 5,593 pages or something like that, almost 6,000 pages. Nobody read the bill. They all signed it. I submit to you they're all criminals, and they should all be arrested right now, sir. Uh, I agree with that, Sam. Uh, Passing uh, a bill that is, first of all, impossible to read, Uh, and that's just part of the ridiculous. Oh, yeah, you're talking 10 600-page volumes. Yeah, Sam. A first-year law school student doesn't read 6,000 pages. That's absolutely absurd. And 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 it's beyond criminal. It's, it's lying right to our faces, and everybody's just sitting here shrugging. You know, I, I thought 
I thought uh, some of the other bills that they've done in the past, like the one when uh, Nancy Pelosi said, oh, we're going to pass it and then see what's in it while while we enforce it. You know, and, and if it goes wrong, if it goes bad, then uh, we'll repeal it, you know, and that's like saying, we'll see if how many how many hundreds of people get arrested on the, on this stupid thing that we never read. And we we, we don't have time. How did they have even time to write 6,000 pages? They've been working on it for decades. Most of this legislation yeah. has been put in place by bureaucrats and, and groups of think tanks and everything else. They've written this over time. And they've thrown it all together. This is nothing new. They work on it year year in and year out, and they craft it. But look, the average bill or book is between what two hundred and three hundred and fifty pages, maybe. So you know, if you take the average book, this is like twenty, the equivalent of twenty large books. Right. Okay. There's no way they read it, and the reason that I say they're criminals, and the reason that I don't back away from that or or speak softly or anything else, the reason I'm so bold and in your face about that is, hey. If we're worried about the communist Chinese uh, infiltrating our elections or infiltrating our uh, Congress or infiltrating our uh, national security or, or our Pentagon or our, our military or, or you're worried about the Russians doing the same or you're worried about somebody on the Internet doing the same, but yet you literally sign a bill that you haven't read, there can be one line in there that would say, hey, we turn the United States over to communist China. Yeah. Now, I know that's an extreme example, but what I'm saying is it's a national security crisis to sign something that you have no idea what you're signing to or agreeing to. I mean, if you're talking about financial you know, guideline 101, they say, hey, look, don't sign anything you haven't read and completely understand. Don't do it. Okay, but now they literally, every single one of them, 435 members of the House, 100 members of the Senate, and you can say, oh, no, there was a few that said they wouldn't do it. Yeah, what do you got, eight in the Senate that said no, 92 said yes? You got an overwhelming majority in the house. I mean, you got a veto proof in this situation here to the president, um, kind of a thing. So, even if he vetoes it, they could double down and push for it almost. This is serious. You've got literally, and then the president signed it. The president of the United States, who swore an oath, the commander in chief doesn't even know what he agreed to. It's not possible for him to know what he agreed to. No, it's not possible. And. And wouldn't it be wonderful if he says, if he said, I do want to get stimulus checks out to people, but you're going to have to give me time to read this. I'm not going to sign something. I've never no, what, what you really say is if this is about the coronavirus relief, like you guys say, then give me a one page bill that literally does this. Uh, we can debate the amount, but I'm not going to sign it now. What the Repub- what the Democrats are doing is complaining that Donald waited too long to give his objections. He gave every indication that he would sign and then it hit his desk. The bottom line, though, President Trump tried to push back and say, get rid of the pork, which I commend him for. Sure. And then he tried to say, but you got to give more to the American people, which I'm hesitant about. Nevertheless, it was the Republicans that said no to the president. So we've really got this battle uh, among the Republicans here. But I, So the question is, should the president of the United States and all the members of Congress be arrested? And I think the answer is yes. The question is, who's going to do the arresting? Liberty Roundtable Live. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault... 
Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The Strategy of Heaven Revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you think I'm being too bold on this, that they're all criminals? The House, the Senate, anybody who voted for this, the White House, the President, okay, anybody who signs a 6,000-page bill that they haven't read. Look, they take an oath to the supreme law of the land. The oath is that they will protect us from all enemies, foreign and domestic. And if you sign a 6,000-page bill that you don't even know what's in it, how are you keeping your oath to protect us? Okay, you have no idea what you're even agreeing to. Now, you ever heard the term, uh, sign your life away? Okay, well, this is big time. They're saying that they represent us. Okay, like Mitt Romney saying he represents me. But he lied because he doesn't know if he's representing me. He doesn't even know what he's representing. Okay, now what if I were to sign all kind of things and just didn't read anything? And in the end, I'm just like, well, you know, I don't got to abide by that. I didn't even read it. How, how long do you think that's going to last for me? Okay, I submit to you this is flat-out criminal. And anybody who dismisses it or backs away from that reality check is part of the problem. And you can say that I'm too extreme, but I, I want to get your take as a sheriff and then as a patriot, Sheriff Richard Mack. Have I gone too far on this one? No, I don't think so at all. I, I think we need to, we need a lot more people uh, sounding the clarion call that Congress is <laughs> breaking the law. Uh, well, I guess, t can you say technically they're breaking the law if they sign something that they don't know what's in it? And they're saying openly. Well, they've sworn an oath that they'll protect me foreign, from enemies foreign and domestic. I don't see how you can do that and how you can uphold the Constitution when you don't know what you're signing, whether it betrays me as a person and that puts me on the impossible. hook for something. It's impossible to have the two, sir. Yeah, I, I, 
I see that. Uh, I've always complained about it, and in fact, uh, it's been going on for, uh, I would say, at least uh, decades. I would say two or three decades, maybe longer. Maybe they've been doing this and getting away with it for much longer. But as I said earlier, Nancy Pelosi's famous speech or famous uh, response to, and I can't remember what bill it was. I think it was a crime bill, but uh, she said, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and sign it and uh, and pass it, and then we'll find out what's in it as we go along." And and that kind of idiocy. I mean, she took a lot of heat at first, but now we just accept it, Sam. We accept the corruption of Washington D.C. We do, and and uh, as a country and. And I guess you and I don't, uh, or at least not as much as everybody else, but it's just, it's so ubiquitous and it's so uh, prevalent that it's just gotten accepted. And it's just kind of like the IRS. We, we have accepted the abuses of the IRS for, I remember when I was a little kid and the neighbor lady said, the only thing that's sure in life is death and taxes. And and basically saying how corrupt that the IRS is, and how you know they went after my father after re- he retired from the FBI, and and they lied and fabricated a case against him. Congress doesn't care that 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 kind of thing happens. They don't care what they put in a bill. They don't care what they pass and don't pass. They don't care if they know what's in a law. Uh, and and they just go about their crazy, stupid ways. And people, as long as they're getting their money, I guess, we're, as long as we're just fat and happy and go ahead and close everything down and uh, government can do whatever it wants. And as long as they can say that we're protecting you, I mean, how many people is still in this country? And I want to go back to blaming the people. How many people are so stupid and dumb and ignorant that they don't even know? That that uh, Congress and that governors have no authority to do what they're doing to shut down our country. They, they people are accepting that as normal, not the new normal, just normal. Well, and I, and I don't know what you mean by accepting it as normal. Here's Nancy. We're very. Uh... You've heard about the controversies within the bill, the process about the bill, one of the items. But I don't know if you have heard that it is a legislation for the future, not just about health care for America, but about a healthier America, where preventive care is not, is not something that you have to pay a deductible for or, or out of pocket, but prevention, prevention, prevention. It's about diet, not diabetes. It's, it's going to be very, very exciting. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it away from the fog of the controversy. All right, there you have it. So she said that, and everybody mocked her, right? Oh, yeah, it was the, and, and thanks for reminding me. It was the health care law. It was ACA. All right. Yeah. But what we're really talking about, Sheriff, is the Great Reset, how America and global elites are leveraging COVID to socialize the world. All in the name of COVID, we passed this bill. Now, President Trump last year promised after signing such a behemoth again that he would never do it again. Right. So the president flat out lied 
and now he's literally signed on the dotted line. The guy's a criminal. And I know you're going to think, well, how dare you turn on Trump like that, Sam? You've been telling us how Trump is the greatest president. I understand. I also understand if you're going to let this go, why do you care about road fraud? Look, if you're going to sign a bill, what if the bill said we don't care if there's vote fraud? What if there's one line that says we don't care if there's vote fraud? Joe's the president. Got it? What if there's one line in that 6,000 pages that said that? It would kind of be funny if it did. Yeah, and, and it would prove my point. It, it, the problem is you don't know. You can't say that it's not in there. Now, I'm no, not I saying – I'm not suggesting that it is. But I'm making a point. You don't even know what you've agreed to. You don't know what we've agreed to at all. I don't, you don't, the president doesn't, everybody that signed on your behalf is your representatives don't. I submit to you they've betrayed the people and now they've doubled down and supported Nancy Pelosi's passed the bill to find out what's in it plan. Right. And we used to mock her for that, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, now we're right. saying we agree. Yeah. And if the people let this stand, then the people agree, right? Right. Yeah, it, it's, it, it really should be the biggest outrage in our country right now passing laws that no one even knows what's in them and you're right it could be anything in there it could be that china gets to run our country or that we we are no longer going to have borders or it could say nobody can prosecute any member of congress for any reason and they get 10 times the amount of money they've got before plus quadruple the pensions and we already know there's a lot of pork in there. There's a lot of special interest pork. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of climate change. Bring back all the climate change. Reverse everything that Donald's done and fund it, by the way. Right, right. And, yeah, it's it's astonishing what they get away with. Uh, now, hey, if I were to sue the courts, I, I'm sorry, if I were to sue and go to the courts and say, hey, they've betrayed me, da 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 they'd just tell, you, tell me I don't have standing, wouldn't they? Yeah, I'm sure they would, but I... How would I not have standing if they signed on my behalf? Each citizen has standing in that. What if they've signed on my behalf? Do I have standing? Of course. Why don't we, the American people, get a class action lawsuit against every member of Congress and the president? Everyone who signed this, everyone who has authority to, um, you know, commit on our behalf, if you will, promising they would they have represented us why don't we sue every one of them in a national class action lawsuit with millions of americans sue them i'll join it penalties of perjury you know cri criminal activity going on i bet you we couldn't raise five bucks and i bet you we wouldn't get past court one well i'd like to see it go directly to the and and it it's a possibility that it could go directly to the u.s supreme court because it's a national issue and and just going to the district court first, I, I don't think so. I think that one goes right to the U.S. Supreme Court. Well, you'd know more than anybody about it. I've never been there. You have. But I find this interesting to say, look, I don't even hear anybody up in arms about it, hardly. I mean, some people are going, oh, man, that's horrible. President Trump shouldn't have done it. This is bad. It's a big bill. We should have read it. Uh, we're complaining about the amount of time. But, look, there's been promises by Congress and laws that are, have been put in place that say they won't even bring bills forward uh, until there's time to review or time to whatever. They violated all that, too. I think you have a real lawsuit, but no one will do it. No one will raise five bucks. No one will get serious. Nobody. Yeah, well, maybe one of the uh, family centers or, or Institute on Justice or one of these others, uh, Goldwater Institute, uh, maybe they'll take it 
and they and won't because they love Donald Trump. See, the, the the evangelicals are all about Trump. You criticize Trump, and they're ready to jettison you, buddy. Yeah, I'd like to hear some of them talk about the the six thousand dollar monstrosity, the the six dollar six thousand page, sorry, six thousand page monstrosity. There's there's no way they could justify that. There's no way. They might want to ignore it, but they, there's no way they can justify it. Yeah, it's not Nancy that wants us, uh, you know, to you know sign the bill to find out what's in it. It's every single one of them, including your president, right now, ladies and 145 gentlemen. 145 congressmen said no, though. Yeah, they sure didn't make many bones about it, though, did they? I don't hear them like complaining about it. Yeah, like no one. Let's talk about it in seconds. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Dan Naraki. As millions begin to return home after traveling for the holidays, health officials fear that another coronavirus surge may soon follow. Admiral Brecarar says high numbers of travelers don't necessarily mean another spike in coronavirus cases are coming. He tells ABC News that if people continue to use prevention methods, a surge could be avoided. How bad it will get really depends on what people do. Uh, after Thanksgiving in the Midwest and the Northern Plains, we did not see a spike in cases, and in fact, it continued to go down. So if people do follow rules, limit travel if you can. If you're sick, please don't travel. Always wear a mask and watch your distance. And be careful. It's not really the travel, but it's mixing your bubble with a new bubble once you get there. So it's important to wear masks, physically distance, all the things we talk about. So it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to have another spike, uh, but we're certainly at higher risk. This is USA Radio News. When thinking about life insurance, my accident reinforced you never know what tomorrow might bring. That's why I reached out to AccuQuote. AccuQuote helps people find a life insurance policy that meets their needs. Since 1986, they've helped millions of folks save up to 60% on their life insurance by comparing the rates and features of dozens of top-rated life insurance products. A healthy 50-year-old non-smoker can buy a half a million dollars of 10-year level term for less than 45 bucks a month. A 60-year-old under 120 bucks a month. Longer or permanent terms are available. Even if you already own life insurance, you really need to check out my friends at AccuQuote. Don't worry about health issues. Remember, they help me. As a pastor, I'm concerned about your soul and helping you to make sure your family is taken care of. Life insurance is more affordable now than ever, so don't make them wish you'd made that call. 877-437-4781. Call now, 877-437-4781. 877-437-4781. Rates, policy points, and availability vary by state. A measure to raise coronavirus stimulus checks to $2,000 for most Americans will head to the Senate Tuesday, but many believe there won't be much support of it in that chamber. The House passed the bill Monday evening as a few dozen Republicans joined nearly all Democratic representatives to okay the bill that President Trump has been pushing lawmakers to pass. Senator Marsha Blackburn says this effort could have happened months ago. The Tennessee Republican tells Fox News that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi had plenty of chances to bring this idea forward. One of the things that is so frustrating about this is that you could have had a lot more money than $2,000 in the pocket of hard-working Americans if back in July or September or twice in October or in November that they had voted to increase unemployment by $300 per week. This is USA Radio News. 
begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> David Capillion at WND.com asks a very interesting question, and I'll ask this to Sheriff Mack. Why is it that the so-called progressive left in America, which includes big media, big tech, big education, big entertainment, and the entire Democratic Party, why is it that they've seemingly gone stark, raving, mad? It's a good question, but I submit that it's even beyond that. Look, the majority of Republicans back the Democrats and President Trump in signing a bill they've never read. 6,000-page behemoth that they don't even know what they signed. They have no idea what they agreed to. Back in the day, they mocked Nancy for such a statement. Now they all sign on to such a statement. So I appreciate David Capillion's question, but I submit that why is it, and instead of saying that the so-called progressive left, why is it that virtually all bureaucrats... Professional do-gooders, wherever you want to say, in all these, why are they all, why have they all gone star-raking, or uh, stark raving mad? Why have they all done that? What, what on earth has happened to common sense? Well, the COVID hit, and now we've lost our minds. Sheriff? Yeah. Uh, blame COVID or blame Trump. Uh, and this time you can't blame Trump because he joined them. You know, Sam, uh, we've been saying on your show for many years that the Democrats keep moving to very leftist, socialist, communist uh, agendas. And what have the Republicans done every time? I don't care what issue it is. It could be spending. It could be abortion. It could be uh, welfare programs. It could be global warming. Every, every issue, the Republicans continuously chase after the Democrats. Instead of standing firm on constitutional issues, if, if the Democrats have control of Congress, then the Republicans stand strong because they know it won't matter. Standing strong won't matter because they're going to lose anyway. Then when they have control and power, they do not. They do not stand. They continue to chase after the Democrats. That's why I have said on your program, the Democrats are constantly, constantly winning, little by little. The COVID was a huge quantum leap in favor of the Democrat agenda because they got everybody uh, afraid. They were fear-mongering with their media and all the other groups that you mentioned. And and even with funding, as you and I talked about, when the Republicans had a chance to defund Planned Parenthood, they didn't do it. And and it really, on that issue of funding, has nothing to do with whether you support abortion or not. It has to do with is it a proper spending uh, authorization for the United States Congress? And if it is, then that's another lawsuit that you and I both should file because 
they should be required equal protection under the law and equal treatment under the law. They should be funding CSPOA, and they should be funding Liberty Roundtable. And As far uh, as I understand, the House voted, what, 363 to 40 on that thing? On what one? The corona, uh, the relief bill or whatever it's called, stimulus. No, bill. I thought it was. I thought it was a little bit closer. I thought it was like two hundred and fifty to one hundred and forty, something like that. Well, look it up. I'm just not sure. Yeah, I, 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 I thought. I'm pretty sure I saw it. There was there was about a, a hundred and forty that disapproved, and that's why I say I'd like to see why they did. If they were just against more spending or more debt or. Or, or whatever, because re- really the Republicans really don't care about spending money we don't have either. And and the the lies from Nancy Pelosi and the left as to why they didn't try to pass this sooner, because they didn't want to give Trump any political help. If he if he had done it, then people would have been voting for him more. And so, again, they're playing politics with that, and, and yet the Democrats are the people who really care and, and are so magnanimous and, and so charitable to to the people of our country, the, the hardworking people of America. I would submit, Sam, that $2,000 a person is, is better than 600 but none of this amounts to a hill of beans. And I can't wait to see what the Democrats do when they're totally in power. Uh, come January and February, what they're really going to do for everybody. Here, we're going to buy your compliance to shut down and to destroy America. And I, I, I really uh, am not I, – I, I was going to say I can't wait. I really do not anticipate and, and hope for – I'm not anxiously awaiting the disaster that's going to follow this – crazy spending that the Democrats are going to do uh, in 2021. It's 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 scary. So it's, it's hard to know what the vote was, Sheriff. Let me explain. They say the House passed the bill. They divided the bill into two parts. Yeah. Okay, the first portion, it was called the emergency relief portion. It was passed on a 359 to 53 vote. The other portion, which included the Pentagon and other spending for the coming year, passed 327 to 85. Then it got combined and went to the Senate, so you don't know how to compare the votes. But in the end, it was overwhelming. So very few people even really backed away from it when you look at it. I mean, you might have 90% passage and 10% not. Something like that. You go, where do you go with this stuff? What do you do? I mean, I think that our country has lost its collective mind. And the people aren't really that up in arms. I mean, they're like, oh, geez, another one. But they're so tired. They're so done to where no one even really complains about it much. You got the Great Reset happening. Look, this debt is not manageable anymore. The average, uh, every single American, um, what... (laughs) $81,000 per person. That's every man, woman, and child in the country, including the illegals. They would have to pay the current debt now. And here's what they're doing. They're having a lawsuit now. Here's the next lawsuit. Lawsuit seeks authority for Mike Pence to decide which electors are valid. Seeks immediate decision on whether 
the vice president, um, you know, can deal with the uh, constitutionality. This is all led by Louis Goodman or Texas. So the electoral count unconstitutional, should Mike Pence be able to decide, asks the lawsuit led by uh, Louis Gohmert, congressman, and others. Who didn't care one iota about helping Sam Gerard. Well, and, and who, uh, what, did Louis sign on or not on uh, the, the stimulus bill? See, they've already moved on. Even the people that went against it, I don't hear them talking about it and getting into a large group saying, look, this is unacceptable. This needs to be stopped. What needs to be stopped more, the vote fraud that went on? Or the signing a 6,000-page bill that went on without reading it. What's worse? I agree with you. I think that's a legitimate concern and, and a legitimate comparison. Because if one's fine, the other's fine. We why even count the votes? Why don't we just start voting and then we'll just say who won and not even really count the votes? All we got to do is let the networks declare who won. It could, it could have said anybody not wearing a mask in public is uh, not valid immediately, vote. Um, immediately subject to five years in prison. That's correct, and not only that, their vote doesn't count for crying out loud. Why should it? They're criminals. Those maskless criminals running around. See, but you got a lawsuit seeking for Mike Pence to overturn this and, and be able to count, like the vice president's going to just count and, and determine which electors matter and which don't? You think that's going to go anywhere? No. All right, well, now, Dr. Anthony Fauci on Sunday, Americans could start thinking about a return to some form of normality by fall. So first off, don't even think about it until fall, and then it'll be some kind of normality, whatever that means, Sheriff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm really looking forward. That's why I say I'm I'm not looking forward to it, but it, but in a way, uh, I can't see, I, I can't, I can't imagine what could possibly be next from these people. I'll tell you uh, what's next. Uh, Fauci lied. Marco Rubio's going after Fauci now. Right. Rips doctor for tricking Americans on masks and vaccines. He said that uh, hey, the, uh, Fauci's been distorting the reality of COVID. Bob Unruh, WND.com with the piece. Uh, but, you know, so Rubio's really mad about that. But what's going to be done? I mean, Donald was supposed to fire Fauci a long time ago. But he still controls the game. While every representative, with rare exception, signs us south, sells us down the river, betrays us. What's more important, the vote count being accurate? Well, they're blatantly admitting they never read the bill they signed, right? Yeah. So, uh, you two are real actors, huh? Well, I was an extra on a soap opera for three years. And I'm best known for starring in cat food commercials. Mm. <laughs> and you're going to play our parents for how long? Oh, just during dinner for the next few years, probably until you're both off to college. Your real parents will be back every night at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock? Hey, your dad's busy. He's got work, softball, client yeah. functions. Yeah, and your mom, she's got the literary club and play rehearsals. So. Uh, don't you worry. They'll be back on time. Otherwise, we get time, time and, and a half. half. ka <laughs> <laughs> Okay, according to the script, we're supposed to ask you how your day was yes um okay i guess Ooh, is that the best you can do i think i want my real parents i don't see that in the script no ad-libbing please there's no substitute for a loving parent and when you're really there you'll know how much you care from the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints for more tips on strengthening your family visit family.mormon.org i reinstated a policy 
first put in place by President Ronald Reagan, the Mexico City policy. I strongly supported the House of Representatives' pain-capable bill, which would end painful late-term abortions nationwide. And I call upon the Senate to pass this important law and send it to my desk for signing. We are protecting the sanctity of life and the family as the foundation of our society. And most importantly of all, it is the gift of life itself. That is why we march. That is why we pray. And that is why we declare that America's future will be filled with goodness, peace, joy, dignity, and life for every child of God. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Trump and a few people rage saying, oh my goodness, we can't have dishonest elections, by golly. That would be horrible. The country would be over. But yet we can sign literally 6,000-page bills codified by law and financial obligation to the tune of trillions of dollars. And everybody's just like, nah. Well, Sam, call nah. what it is. You said dishonest Criminals. elections. Well, how, what's the difference between dishonest elections and dishonest legislation? Um, okay. Different branches of government? <laughs> yeah, there's really no difference. The result is the same. The result yeah. is utter corruption. But so don't worry. Have- Here's what they're about to do now. Now the federal government literally says this. Employers can indeed require workers get the vaccines. USA Today. So now... Uh, um, Joe Biden won't need to mandate vaccines. He'll just have his companies do it on his behalf, Sheriff. Yeah. Well, you know, I've seen some real strong people stating how how the mandate for vaccines is going to work. And and everybody's saying, everybody's agreeing that no one is going to be literally hogtied and forced to take a vaccine. Yeah, why would they do that when they don't need to? Exactly. Because it is already a done deal that you're going to have to have a certificate of vaccination, proof of vaccination, in order to be able to do anything. You talk about shutdown, if you don't have that vaccination certificate, you're, you're, you might as well just stay home because you're not going to be able to go anywhere. And, and I believe I believe it's not just going to be shopping at a grocery store. I believe it's going to be real serious stuff like trying to get gas. You're still going to have to show your card to go get gas. And it, it's it, and I think it's going to be really crazy how you're going to have to show the proof because you people are going to be uh, forging uh, proof documents and. Uh, they're, you're going to forget it. Oh man, I don't have you know. And so, how are you going to yeah, show well, it? They're going to they're going to move to a digital solution like your phone or a chip, or they're going to move to some way to ensure your compliance, sir. You're you're oh, yeah, derelict in your duty, and you're about to kill everybody in your uh, forgetfulness, there, sheriff. I, yeah. yeah, I think you're you're either, you're either going to be on a national registry with a real ID type thing, 
uh, or you're going to get chipped. Just put it in the back of your hand. All right. you, won't even, you won't even know it's there, for heaven's sake. You can't go to Vegas during the week anymore, buddy. Vegas, midweek, shut down. Headline says Vegas keeps hotels closed midweek. So now they're closing the hotels the midweek so you don't spread the cocoa, sir. It's okay to spread it on weekends? I guess so. Well, there's a lot of money on the weekends, my friend. Oh, well, yeah, okay. Uh, see, there. That, that's what we've got to, though. You know what? If you go to church, you're going to kill everybody. You go to a you know strip club with a dancer, no problem. Uh, you know Vegas closed midweek, but on the weekends it's fine. Well, right, I don't it, see how they can keep the hotels closed midweek and survive, Sheriff. I don't. I don't see how they're. Um, my wife and I went to a movie last night, and it a new Tom Hanks movie, who is a real popular actor. It was a a Western movie about a little girl that he found, and and uh, it, it there was nothing dirty in it at all, and uh, there were seven of us, maybe eight of us at the movie. Eight, What's it called? And, oh gosh, what was it called? Uh, news, something about news, world news. Some he was a news. He read the he went town to town reading people the news, and they had to pay each person had to pay a dime to to come in, and so it had to do something with news. Okay. And, and anyway, but it you was, liked it. Good movie. It was okay. It, it was it was it was a good story. By the way, it's called News of the World, right? News of the World. There we go. Yeah. And and he, uh, you know, it was a real positive ending. You know, uh, and real human story, great human story, and how he and the little girl fell in love and he ended up adopting her and blah, blah, blah. But, but I looked, I looked at that afterwards and I said, I asked my wife, I said, how long are the theaters going to be able to hold on? There's no way they can be making, uh, any money on this. There's just no way. And, and yeah, cause there's the nobody there. Hardly. Is, there was a new, uh, wonder woman movie out and you could just download it at home and watch it. And but it was the big it was supposed to be the big movie for everybody at the holiday season. This was supposed to be it for the theaters, and yet you could stay home and and download it on um, HBO Max. Yeah, here's and, what's uh, happening: you have a even global. If you had to pay, even if you had to pay for it, if you didn't already have HBO Max, if you already had HBO Max, it was free. Yeah, what and you so have is the great I, you know, financial reset, Sam, Sheriff. Is is really economically going to take a, a huge toll and it already is obviously but uh it's not just a new normal it's it's uh, a the change they're talking about the new normal they're talking about is a catastrophe for america not just business but individual liberty is taking a bigger hit than the economy is and and that's what I find totally astonishing and scary. Well, what's going to happen, Sheriff, is that the um, small business, like the theaters, your your local town theater, 
and some of those places are gonna are gonna melt down. But the movie industry is gonna do just fine because they'll be able to charge everybody to watch it online through whatever services, and they're gonna just remake it to where the big boys succeed and the small people fail. Why can Walmart stay open but everybody else has to close, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. And what you're gonna get to is kind of the banking scenario where hey, these people are too big to fail, or we can't let these people fail. Society depends on it. And what you're creating is different classes of people in business and economic realities. You've got the essential versus the non-essential. The big, too big to fail versus, well, I mean, it would be tragic if you failed, but don't worry, we can give you a universal basic income to take care of you. It's not really a problem. Uh, kind of an idea. That's what we're moving to. I, I believe that AOC and and uh, Bernie Sanders are definitely uh, going to have their way about everybody getting uh, the universal salary. Everybody's going to get the same. Because that's really where all this COVID relief is going. Hey, Sheriff, how do you know we don't already have it? Well, that could have been in the law. That's right. <laughs> you don't have any idea. Neither do I. And I'm not I trying to be flippant to you. I'm just saying nobody knows. You can't, your average congressman can't even tell you if we don't have that. Should, should, should you and I start reading the bill? You read the first 3,000. I'll read the second 3,000 and get back to you on the important things. Can't do it. I don't know. I, no, I know. I don't have that kind of time. Well, it's not even a time thing. It's a it's a what does it all mean thing. And in the bill, does it have references to other laws? Right. Like if you had a one page bill that said we amend this law, this law, this law, this law, and every single you know you had fifty lines on a page, and every one of them amended a different law. You'd have to go research every one of those different laws just to see what the amended changes would be, kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't even know that it's possible to even read it, Sheriff. To be honest with you, I agree because. Uh, their legalese and the things they say and the cross-referencing, like you said, it's hard to understand. I mean, I've read I've read bills before, uh, and even the Brady Bill that I sued on, there was some t- stuff in there that was rather confusing. And, uh, you know, I had to sit down and discuss it all with my attorney. But uh, they have attorneys and, and literally writing this stuff, and... It is so voluminous, and they and just like with the IRS code, the IRS code is some seventy-five thousand, seven hundred fifty thousand pages, whatever it is. It's a, it's longer than the Bible. And what what does that allow? What does that do for government? It allows them to do anything they want. And one of the main reasons we fought the Revolutionary War was because of the Declaratory Act that allowed England. The Parliament and the and the King to legislate our lives in any manner that they wished, and if that be not slavery, then there's not slavery upon earth. Thomas Paine said, and so here we are in this enslaving trap of this kind of legislation, and people are going to go after you and me for being radicals about this and not going along, and and it's just the same thing with the COVID shutdown regulations. Now we're having SWAT teams go into a restaurant in California so that they could cite the owners for not going along, cite misdemeanor citations. And so this is all supposed to be now this new normal, Sam, of, of the police state and slavery. And you better do what you're told because it's for your own good. I can think of nothing more Hitleric uh, that that really put Hitler on the map and in control. We're doing the exact same thing in our country today. Yes, I, 
It's I'm just too hardcore. I just want to tell you, Sheriff, that your New Year's celebra- your New Year's celebration might be a little soggy, writes Doyle Rice in USA Today. There's some storms are coming, buddy. Okay. Don't well, worry about the storms in the country relating to your freedom and possible next civil war and uh, literally violence in the country and all of that kind of stuff. Your New Year's celebration might get a little soggy, buddy. Well. In winter, it's kind of surprising that there might be a little bit of a storm, a little bit of soggy in the okay. winter, you know. Everybody's kind of just kind of going, what's up with that, right? So, buddy, I'm telling you right now, if you want to riot about something, you riot about a soggy New Year's Eve. And you riot about that you can't go to Vegas in the middle of the week, buddy. Those are your key issues in America wow. today. So if I go to Vegas, <laughs> I don't have a room to stay in? Not if you go right. midweek, buddy. What are you trying to do, kill everybody? I hadn't even heard that one. Yeah, just go check it out. It's in USA Today, my friend. Well, there is a Nielsen's Frozen Custard in Vegas that I really like. Yeah, Don Easter. Gilbertson writes the piece. D-A-W-N, so I assume it's a female, right? You can't assume that anymore, though. She's probably a member of the Boy Scouts or something. Right, they're fighting you know the Girl Scouts. No, darn Ryan's. Which would you join, the Boy Scouts or the Girl Scouts? Uh, I, I'd probably, I didn't like Boy Scouts, and, and I'm liking them even less now, so I would probably join the Girl Scouts. Yeah, as a male, I'd, a young boy, teenage boy, I'd join the Girl Scouts for sure, buddy. Yeah. Right, wouldn't you? I mean, come well, on, if you're left to your own device, why wouldn't you choose the Girl Scouts? course i would there's no question about that one but you know uh i can't even believe that the boy scouts are still in existence i mean there's lawsuits everywhere against them and i don't know how they would ever pay all the thousands and thousands of victims with the sex abuse with the boy scouts and uh, i wanted to sue because they always put us in the belt line and you had to run through there there Boy, they hit you with the belt on both sides, and it didn't matter where they were hitting you, across the face, across the back, you know. And ah, it's, your, that, it's yeah. your duty to pay. Yeah. Hey, why don't we talk about naked chicks next hour? Oh, Josh. Yeah, I was wondering when we were going to get to that topic. All right, we got to get to that topic, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. You know this is Liberty Roundtable Live, so understand that it will not be a super salacious discussion. It will be a serious reflection on what on earth have we turned into in America today. I'll explain details. Hang tight. It's going to be certainly a unique topic, to say the least. But have no fear. We will keep it family-friendly radio. That's who we are, and that's what we do, even with topics like that. How do you like that? That plus a soggy New Year's Eve, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't get better than that, does it? All right, hang tight. Hour one on the can. Hour two coming up. Sam Bushman, the good sheriff, Richard Mack, with us. CSPOA.org. That's the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. Become a lifetime member today. I am and highly recommend you become one as well. God save the republic. Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and the good Sheriff Richard Mack with me. CSPOA.org. That's the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. CSPOA.org. Become a lifetime member. I am. This is the broadcast for December 29th in the year of our Lord, 2020. 
This is our two of two and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio. All right, we want to talk about naked females, ladies and gentlemen. This will not be a salacious discussion. This is actually stories for the good sheriff. I'll explain. First headline says, cops arrest naked woman at home. Bind her to a chair nude for hours. Tase her twice. Now she receives a 2.4 million dollar settlement, ladies and gentlemen. Law enforcement officers who believed they were above the law got smacked down. Hard, writes Bob Unra, WND.com. That's the first one, Sheriff. And I look at this and I just go, what the heck? So as far as I understand, um, many of these women, and I've got more than one story, same scenario, different police officers, different location, but similar in, in nature. Uh, literally, these women are home at their own home getting dressed. Somehow get the cops get the wrong address or they roll in. And they literally just abuse these women. I mean, I get it. But at the same time, you go, can't she at least get some clothes on? Or can't they at least? No, 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 no. Taser twice. Bind her to a chair naked. Make her sit there for hours to the point where once the truth comes out in court by force, by subpoena, by good, you know, well-meaning attorneys, she gets a $2.4 million settlement after their criminal activity. I don't understand. These aren't your average police. I don't know what their deal is. I don't know if they're perverts. I don't know. I mean, I, I just don't get it. Can Can you help me, Sheriff? I just don't understand it. Well, I, m- my first thought was, what were they doing there in the first place? It, they were actually serving a warrant on the wrong home? Uh, yeah. In one case, in another case, they were trying to catch somebody else. And they t- they literally tased a nude woman? Twice. While she was bound to a chair, buddy. Well, you know, it's times like that, Sam, where you wonder if maybe defunding uh, police is is not a good idea sometimes. Uh, you know, I haven't supported that at all, but this really makes you wonder. Uh, and obviously, this is not a common occurrence, but it, it does seem like, uh, cops doing something stupid uh, is becoming much more common. Uh, and uh, another unarmed man is shot and killed by police. He's already been fired, you know. And since the George Floyd case, how many of those have happened in America? It's it's like it's like it's, it's becoming like, a plague. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. And it's, and still, my solution for all of that is, one, better training and constitutional training to where they understand their role in the American Republic. But it's also um, not just a lack of training, but it's a lack of understanding and, and where we're really supposed to be uh, with our police. And it should be that our police... Uh, are not police, that they all work for an elected sheriff. So the people are in charge, and there is accountability to the voters. With the police departments, there isn't. There is no accountability, and police are forced to follow political agendas instead of following the law, the supreme law. 
Amen to that. Here's another story. <clears throat> Again, all these stories are being suppressed, ladies and gentlemen. But here's the second one. Listen to this. Girl's name, lady's name, I should say, Anjanette Young is her name. She's a 50-year-old social worker, Sheriff. And she was getting dressed in her bedroom on February 21st, 2019. So almost two years ago. The cops, uh, at least nine cops, pounded her door down. They broke down the door. They barged into her home. And as she recalled the traumatizing incident, Miss Young told the network she felt like she could have died that night. She told police 43 times that they had the wrong home. All right, so she basically um, got abused, naked in her own home. What had happened is she had just come home from work and she was changing into some more comfortable clothes and they happened to pound her door down right while she was in the middle of changing so she never got the chance to finish. All right, but here's the problem. That's bad enough, right? In open court, defense counsel specifically outlined concerns. Here's what happened. They took video of the whole thing. So the woman, Miss Young in this case, tried to get the video. She had to fight for two years to get the video. The court didn't want to give it to her. The mayor didn't want to give it to her. The cops didn't want to give it to her because they knew what would happen. And here's what the court literally said. We can't give you the video because it will be shared with the media in a salacious and unfair manner designed to solicit a reactionary response which carries the risk of poisoning the public's view of the case. Now, Lightfoot, uh, this is Chicago, right? Yeah. This is this whacked-out Mayor Lightfoot lady, okay? Yeah. A black lesbian Democrat was initially hailed by progress- progressives as they stepped forward for the president's predecessor, Rahm Emanuel, whose office was accused of covering up the police shooting of 17-year-old LeGuin McDonald. Public opinion is now shifting against Lightfoot, but here's what happened. So she had to, this lady got one um, uh, in her home. She got her home busted into and held for hours by these, these cops. She was naked. She tried to say, look, I live alone. You got the wrong house. It turns out they did get the wrong house. But Chicago Mayor Lightfoot tries to suppress the video of the brutal police raid on the wrong home, and the courts helped Mayor Lightfoot. Eventually, Anjanette Young got to the bottom of it, got the truth, and the video came out two years later. So it's one thing to say, hey, we got these cops busting in and holding these women that are naked. But it's just, a, it's, it's insane. And that, but that's one thing to where they make a mistake, and it's like, oh, my gosh, that's horrible. I get it. You got the wrong house. But if you ever want to have any semblance of trusting the police, trusting your mayor, trusting government you need to come clean and go oh my gosh we have we have seriously made a big mistake you know what the people might be fairly forgiving at your job responsibilities if you if you do that but when you cover this up and make this woman fight for the video it's like insult to injury what so the media doesn't turn it into a salacious event Uh, at some point government uh, and the cops are doing themselves such a disservice 
Sheriff. So I've got two cases right in front of me right now where this is the reality. And I just don't understand it. This woman's told him 43 times, look, I live alone. You've got the wrong house. You would think that you could go into her home and see that she's in the middle of changing. I mean, this can't be that hard to determine, can it? I mean, how, what kind of investigative skills do these people have? Uh, you, you could find out, at least within the first half hour, did she really just get home from work like she came? Run out to her car and see if her car engine's warm. I mean, how dumb am I? You know what? Call her boss and say, hey, did she just get off work 20 minutes ago? Hey, you know what? Why are you in, naked in your hat? Well, because I'm changing. Oh, really? You know, where, where's the clothes you just took off? I mean, it, to me, this is very... E- how dumb am I, Sheriff? But they literally abuse her for hours. Then they cover it up. Well, she should have been covered up at the very beginning. Well, of course. But and they're not. They they're not. Looked, and then they should have looked into everything she was saying. You know, and 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 that's another thing I'm talking about with training. Uh, you would think that any officer would first try to verify the information he's receiving. There's no emergency. She's not going anywhere. Verify. Try to verify some of it. You know, and and how many times cops go to the wrong homes in this country uh, is is still quite alarming. And that and that is also a lack of training, making sure all your ducks in a row, you've done your homework, uh, and and then do a double check on that before you go to. Uh, do some ridiculous raid, uh, but and most of the time those raids are unnecessary. Uh, just like the one done on uh, uh, was it Kevin Wright out in Stockton, California, for not paying a student loan. Uh, you know, a a SWAT team raid. You see, and and police agencies have gotten away with this so much uh, that it's it's now that's the new normal. Do a drug ra- do a ra- do a SWAT team raid on everything, just like they did in California at the uh, restaurant. Actually, I believe it was a hair salon, um, and, but it, they're they're doing them on restaurants too. But uh, you know what's going on uh, with this new normal? It, I, I hate hearing that this new normal because that's just a, a downplaying of your liberty is gone. Uh, you are now a slave to the government, and that's that's downplaying it with that new normal stuff. Uh, God, I hate that propaganda scheme. All right. But, so but while no, the 50, wait, 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 wait. On the other, on the lady, you got a break though. Okay, got I'll it. let you respond right on the other side. A fifty-year-old right. social worker, ladies and gentlemen, in her home trying to change. Uh, there's video. Thirteen minutes of a video. I'll explain in seconds, and the sheriff will respond. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. 
With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. All right, so the video is 13 minutes long. At least nine cops bust her door down. The poor woman, 50-year-old social worker in her own bedroom, ladies and gentlemen. She wasn't given the opportunity to get dressed. Nine-plus cops break the door down. Guns drawn. The video shows 13 agonizing minutes where they ransack her home. Guns drawn. They refused her to put on even so much as a T-shirt. Finally, after 13 minutes, they take off the handcuffs. They let her get a shirt on, and then they put the handcuffs right back on and continue the abuse. And she said she thought she could have died that night, Sheriff. Now, I don't understand. This happened in February 2019. It's now um, almost February 2021 here. So two years, and we're just finding out. And now we find out it's one thing for this all to go down. Okay, it's, it's, it's you know. Now, they say we in the media are going to make this a salacious, uh, unfair portrayal. I'm not trying to be salacious in an unfair portrayal at all. All I'm trying to say is, how does this happen? And you could say, well, Sam, look, we need better training. I get it. Okay, I don't understand it, but I get it. To me, you would think if you break in and the lady's naked and you can check in the home and there's no one there. Uh, and so it, then you can check if she was really at work. Within five minutes, you should be able to know if enough of her facts are true to let her at least get completely dressed in a dignified way, first of all. Uh, but nevertheless, um, I digress. It's the cover-up that I have a problem with. You have the courts in bed with the mayor covering this thing up. This poor lady, after having a 13-minute video taken of her naked, being sitting in front of these cops, all this stuff. After that, then you add insult to injury and you say, oh, the media will go crazy with this thing. We don't dare let it come out to the public. And this poor lady is just trying to document uh, what happened to her in, in a meaningful way to say this has got to stop. Okay, the cover-up to me is the big problem. Heads should roll over this big time. And I don't mean we should really chop people's heads off, folks. Don't play games and, and take my words out of context. I'm talking about where's the accountability? The mayor should be fired on the spot, Sheriff. Yeah, she should be for a lot of different reasons, but that is definitely one of them. And 
you have to ask this question, just a legal question. The victim of this whole thing, they're trying to now protect from being exposed publicly because it was too salacious. No, the no, only no. reason it was no, 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 hold on. They're not trying to protect the victim. It. They're trying to protect the cops saying that we will take it out of context. Well, yeah, yeah but the person it happened to is the one that was the victim of that. She yeah, should be the one to say. She's the one. Not, hold on. She's the one wanting the video. I know. So it should be up to her. It was, she was the one that was in the salacious uh, position. No, man. They're saying the salaciousness is not the naked woman. See, that's kind of we're going to talk about naked chicks today. Uh, okay, It's not the naked woman that's salacious here. It's the way you and I in the media will treat this mistake by the police. We're going to ratchet it up and use the naked part to really attack the cops and everything else here. So and, they didn't. So they didn't do anything that's on the video. She's only asking for what was on the video. I agree, sir. That's but you understand amazing. how you'll twist it and how abusive you'll be in the media. <laughs> I mean, cops will never recover from this. <laughs> See, but I'm submitting to you, take out all the salaciousness, whether it's salaciousness of how we'll treat it in the media or salacious that you got a naked woman in the first place or how abusive the cops were. All I want is this. You know what? The police made a mistake. It was wrong. I would agree that better training is the answer to the to those salute you know those problems, but to me the cover up is the problem here. You've it got is. the courts and the mayor and the cops and everybody against this poor victim. She's been victimized twice. One was bad enough, but now we're going to insult her for two years and abuse her further so we don't have to have a payout and admit a mistake. Yeah, I actually might come out if the cops had dealt with this properly and like, oh my goodness, ma'am, we are so sorry. First off, let's let's let you get dressed. Secondly, you know what? Help us get to the bottom of it. You know what? We might. And, okay, I would have respect if they dealt with it honorably. Right. Now, I'm not saying the mistake's good. We've got to prevent those. But I'm saying people will forgive when you have to make split-second decisions. But not if they're lied to and betrayed. Not if they're simply um, manipulate. We're the salacious ones now, Sheriff. You and right. I in the media, we're the salacious bad guys. Right. And I'm going, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm not even trying to make this salacious. I'm trying to truly teach that we understand there are mistakes in split-second decisions. The police have a hard job. I get it, and I'm going to defend them in that. You know what? You make millions of decisions every day where life and death is in the balance. Where, okay, I get it. That's bad. But after the fact, how dare you cover this up? How dare you blame us, the media, about this? How dare you? And that's my problem with the whole story, Sheriff. Well, yeah, and I understand that. And then you would have been saying, you know, we'll be happy to try to settle with you out of court. Are, are you saying that is the lady that got the $2.4 million? There's two different people, sir. Yeah, was she the one or not? Was that well, it's other? hard to say because the other one's still, you know, take two years to get the video. I don't know where the case stands, sir. Yeah. So right. what, I, what I'm saying is in either case, I do support saying, you know, I don't know that you ought to get millions of dollars for this mistake. Um, I think you got to get millions of dollars for the abuse and the cover-up for two years, though. Okay, but but the mistake, I'm not so sure you're, we always think whenever something bad happens that somebody's entitled to just millions of dollars. I don't agree. Okay, I'm not saying that there shouldn't be something done to, to rectify things to this woman. But the best thing that can be done for these women and for you and I and everybody else in society would be to say, hey, we have made a mistake. We're going to have tr- complete transparency and accountability. We're going to get above this thing. We're not going to let it happen. We're going to do our very best to make sure that it doesn't happen again. You'll do a gazillion times more good by your honesty. 
and by your humility and by your direct confronting the issue and saying, hey, you're going to get way more done like that in the in the public opinion view if it's done right. I'm not going to take this story and just beat everybody up salaciously if you give it to us properly and fairly and openly. But when you literally cover it up and act like I'm in the media and I'm the bad guy and I'm the one that's the problem and you got to abuse this woman for two more years because I'm the bad guy, you know what? This has got to stop. And if it doesn't, I'm telling you right now, that'll be the undoing of the country. People will start to hate the cops. People will start to hate Lightfoot. People will start to get out of control and off the rails. I'm not defending such behavior, but I'm telling you, people are getting done with this stuff. Well, and it, it does create the distrust between the public and the police and the, and public officials, not just the police. But because you, you mentioned the entire system, and, and that's what I'm still talking with people about. How can we arrest local corrupt officials? Let's just go arrest everybody. Well, okay, so... Let's say you arrest uh, the local mayor. Then who's going to prosecute? And then who's going, what judge is going to hear that? Because you already just mentioned every everybody was part of the co- cover-up. The police, the mayor, the courts. Where's this going to go? See, that's why I say, I, and I want, I want the CSPOA to, to make this one of our big pushes, that we follow uh, Sheriff Pamela Elliott and arrest local officials and start investigating them for that. And we can certainly investigate criminally right now perjury for people uh, and public officials not keeping their oath of office. But as you go up the ladder, who's going to do, do this? Because pretty soon that's going to get before a judge or a prosecutor. And they said, if we prosecute or charge people for perjury, not keeping their oath, then that's going to come. That's going to come back on me. Because yeah, but if you don't, if you own. don't, public official, at some point you're going to destroy the whole country. Exactly. <laughs> you know. So. And then, and then, let me tell you what's going to happen now that I said that they're going to say Sam's advocating for um, violence or for a bad action or for somebody to do something wrong or Sam's suggesting that's okay. No, I'm not. Don't even put words in my mouth. Don't you dare. I'm saying to you that when you create that kind of mistrust. When good moral people find out that you've been literally abusing naked women and covering it up, at some point, people are going to start to lose it. They're going to start to say, you know what? Now, I'm not defending that view. What I'm saying, though, is at some point, you need to double down in support of the American people and the honesty and integrity and transparency that a constitutional republic promises to afford sheriff amen amen Uh, yeah and and this total and complete utter uh corruption that we've been talking about the last hour and a half that it it just is mind-blowing how deep it runs and that even when public officials, such as the president, who I really think has been a good president, goes along with this stuff when he said he would never sign something like that again. And then we give a monstrosity of 6,000 pages of pork barrel, horrible, horrible spending. And it's allowed to go through. Ladies and gentlemen, I want a safe, stable, law-abiding society. 
And I'm telling you right now, when you have everybody involved in the cover-up at some point, like the good sheriff said, where do you go? What do you do to create accountability? That is becoming the problem. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The House of Representatives overrode President Trump on Monday by rejecting his veto of a defense bill. The Democratic-controlled House voted 322 to 87 to override Trump's veto of the $740.5 billion bill. The National Defense Authorization Act, which includes funding for military projects and a pay raise for troops, was passed this month by the House and Senate. One week from today, Georgia will hold its Senate runoff elections. The two runoffs on January 5th will decide whether the Republicans continue to control the Senate or not. Republican David Perdue is against Democrat John Ossoff. The other race is between Republican Kelly Loeffler and Democrat Reverend Warnock. A Delaware computer repairman who went public with the Hunter Biden hard drive is now suing Twitter for defamation, claiming Twitter moderators unfairly branded him a hacker. The emails detailing Hunter Biden's shady overseas business dealings are reportedly now part of a federal tax probe. USA Radio News. We've all heard it. Eat healthy. But what does eating healthy mean? Sure, there are countless diets out there, but they contradict each other. Yet all experts agree we should eat a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. Whole fruits and vegetables are the perfect fuel to power the cells in your body, giving you the stamina you need to handle your day-to-day activities. And that's what Balance of Nature is. Whole fruits and vegetables delivered to you in a convenient capsule form for only 22 cents a serving. Our proprietary blend has no additives or fillers, just the full nutritional value of a variety of 31 different fruits and vegetables. Balance of Nature provides you with a natural energy boost without a caffeine crash, a 3 o'clock slump, or an early bedtime. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself by going to balanceofnature.com or by calling 1-800-246-8751 and use discount code USA. Let's get a coronavirus stimulus check update with Dan Araki. The House passed a measure Monday to increase the stimulus checks in the COVID relief bill to $2,000, something President Trump has called on lawmakers to do. A few dozen Republicans voted with nearly all House Democrats to pass the measure that isn't expected to make its way out of the Senate. Congressman Ken Buck agrees. The Colorado Republican tells Newsmax TV that he would have supported the effort if it had reduced spending elsewhere in the bill. They they won't consider this at all. And and I I, I said that I would support this if they uh, reduced or took away the pork and funded this $2,000 through the reduction of pork. Um, They didn't do that. They just wanted more and more spending. And and it's a typical Democrat strategy. I think what they're trying to do is uh, appeal to voters in Georgia. I think it's it's very cynical and it's it's sad. We're at $30 trillion of debt right now. And and to just throw money around like that is is, it's typical Pelosi friendly. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Araki. USA Radio News. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so it gets worse. <clears throat> While the cops are running around arresting and holding naked women and then paying out massive, massive 
settlements over it after they cover it up, etc. 19 people were shot, Sheriff. Six fatally from Christmas Day to Sunday in another violent Chicago weekend. Chicago has experienced 748 murders so far this year in 2020 compared to 480 in all of 2019. They say it's over a 50% rise in murders. That's according to crime statistics. Chicago has also seen 3,180 shootings throughout the year compared to 2,066 last year in all of 2019 data shows so while the cops are uh, harassing these poor women uh, in their you know private homes in very uncomfortable circumstances uh, you got literally uh, society going psychotic sir yeah uh, you would think that see another thing is that you would be electing someone different there and they all they do is uh yeah but there's vote fraud sir they're not electing anybody well you got a good point there too but uh i you know it, it, you it think just the people so. want rama manuel and this whacked out black lesbian lady as their you know mayors yeah i mean it it's just the same corrupt officials uh, every four years uh no matter who uh, what the name on the door is. Uh, it's astonishing how far that goes. And, I, you know, and I've asked myself this, too, and and is it voter fraud or is it just complete and utter brainwashing of the masses? Because I don't know which one's easier to do. Maybe they do both, just to make sure. But I just can't see people like Maxine Waters getting reelected over and over and over. Like, it's just automatic. Nancy Pelosi, automatic. Uh, Feinstein, automatic. John McCain here in Arizona was just automatic, just over and over and over. And uh, it, and that's not <laughs> another thing about earlier when we were talking about all, all the Republicans going after him, uh, following the Democrats and their agenda. That's exactly what John McCain did, time after time after time, and to the point where he was even considered to be the vice president. All right, check uh, this one out. Ready? Democrats. Sorry to interrupt. Here's another one. Arizona cop illegally enters home, arrests naked woman. The woman was in the shower, and they arrested her as she, they handcuffed her as she stood naked in the shower, buddy. 2015 lawsuit. There you go. And, and that was in Tucson? No, that was in Arizona, yeah. Oh, okay, well. <clears throat> yeah, and you know, Sam, uh, I've gone on raids. Where obviously people uh, are are not ready for us. Yes, and, and in fact, the new wave of running uh, raids or arrests, uh, like after my undercover assignment, uh, we we go out at five o'clock in the morning, and and uh, so we're getting in people's homes by between five thirty and seven in the morning. As you know, people are home then; uh, they're they're either still sleeping or they're just getting up and so you're going to go into homes when uh, but but these weren't even no knock warrants these were not we get to yell police and then go in today it is to no matter what it is uh, like we said with kevin wright in 
California where they uh, kicked the door in, uh, battering ram the door open. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's not that way anymore. Right now, you you get to go in with a no knock warrant just about for anything and everything. And uh, it's 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 really something that the police have got to start policing and stopping on their own. Instead of this, we we'll do whatever the courts allow us to do. Why would you ever do that? The courts don't run your office. It's the same thing with running roadblocks and DUI checkpoints that will happen again uh, this week, this this Thursday night, where police claim complete and utter control over your life and they can make you pull over even though you haven't done anything and they have no probable cause. So this whole thing, the whole picture, Sam, is what you and I have been addressing at the CSPOA and what we've been addressing on your show is the entire picture just keeps getting worse and worse every year. And we've got to have leadership in this country, which we've been promoting at CSPOA, especially for our sheriffs, to run your your agency, to run your office according to the dictates of the Constitution and the principles of liberty upon which America was founded. If we can get back to that, Sam, we're going to change this country. If we don't, we're going to succumb to the socialist agenda that now is seemingly taking over. All right, I got another story for you. Here's the headline. California's homeless crisis pushes business owner out. So Sacramento salon, salon owner, Elizabeth Novak, is the one we're talking about. Yeah. She went into an irate video to California Governor Gavin Newsom over the state's homeless crisis. This video is for Gavin Newsom, Novak said. I'm going to wait for a response from you, but I'm not going to stop messaging you, tweeting you, making videos to you, emailing you, (coughs) writing you, calling you. She had a very serious question for the governor. What are you going to do for us Californians? I've had a business in downtown Sacramento for 15 years. That is a successful business. I now have to leave my place of business. I have to now close my shop. Novak said she outlined the course of her day to the bureaucrat. I just want to tell you what happens when I get to work. I have to clean up the poop and the pee off of my doorstep, she says. I have to clean up the syringes. I have to ask the people to please move their tents. I have to fight off people who push their way into my shop who are homeless and on drugs because you will not arrest them for their offenses. I have to apologize to my clients when they try to get into my door because there's someone asleep there. Novak said the police can do nothing and they directed her to send her pleas to the governor. I talked to the cops. They said they want to do something, but they can't. So I'm going to the governor. President Donald Trump has been openly addressing the same issue, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, in Ohio, Trump blambased to the governor. It goes on. But no one's responded. 
But Elizabeth Novak has come to a conclusion in their absence. You want to make us a sanctuary state? You want to make it comfortable for everybody except for those who make this country work? Well, do you want to respond, Sheriff, to uh, Elizabeth? Well, uh, Sam, I, I, this is so uh, astonishing to me that uh, we are accepting anything like this in our country. But I believe that's really where this whole thing has just dumbed us down to the extent that we are, and we are accepting it. And supposedly reasonable, intelligent people said, still making excuses for government. Well, you know, you have to obey the law. Oh, Mike, if I hear that one more time, because Hitler said the same thing, and Thomas Jefferson said the same thing. What are laws but tools of the tyrant? And, and then... Thomas Paine in the American crisis, England with its uh, army to enforce its own tyranny. It really seems like that's where we are today. We have an army of police enforcing uh, our our tyranny. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to know how to even respond to this stuff, Sheriff. It is. Yeah, that's kind of what I was struggling with. Um. And then what they say is, you know, hey, Sam, if you bring this up and say we've got to get a handle on this or we're going to have trouble, then they say I'm advocating for the trouble that I'm actually trying to stop, right? They say, Sam, you're agitating people. You're stirring it up. You're salaciously taking these naked stories to the media. And, uh, you know, now you're talking about this poor business owner. You're stirring up the public, Sam. And I guess what I'm really trying to do is not trying to stir up anybody, Sheriff. What I'm trying to do is say to public officials everywhere. We have got to become aligned in our agendas, which is peaceful checks and balances that defend the greatest country on the face of the earth, creating transparency and trust. That's what I'm actually advocating for. But rather than even acknowledging that and working together, they'll just turn and attack me. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? 
Republicans, who are they? Democrats, who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. I'm actually trying to use this microphone, Sheriff, to bring people together to say, hey, you know what? We're not attacking the cops for making a mistake. We are attacking government bureaucrats for covering it up, though. And we're also attacking for them not being willing to acknowledge their mistake. Okay, it's one thing to make a mistake, but you know what? Acknowledge it. Let's build trust and move on. And I believe that Americans will be actually quite forgiving to transparent people. If this doesn't happen often and if they're accountable when it does, I think that we can build real trust uh, in America. But when you have California's homeless crisis pushing a Sacramento business owner out and when she goes to the cops and says, please help me, listen, uh, and they say, we can't do anything for you, go to your governor. And the governor ignores her. And then you got Chicago, literally a, a kill zone where they have massive gun control. But yet it's a kill zone. Um, when are we going to wake up and start to do? What can we do? What do we do? And I try to bring them together. And then what they do is they turn and attack me. I'm the one that's making this salacious in the media, Sheriff. That's me, you know. <laughs> and I look at it and I go, is it obvious what I'm trying to do? Or am I not delivering right to where, hey, I don't want to discuss the salaciousness of this. What I want to discuss is transparency and accountability. What I want to do is not attack the police or attack. But I do want to attack wrongdoing. And I do want to attack those who aren't taking responsibility when they've been elected or appointed to positions in government. They have a duty, and I want them to do that duty. Okay? I'm taking the side of, and I don't know if these people are black or white, don't know, don't care. I'm taking the side of the business owner. I'm taking the side of the individual in their own home. All right? But I'm also protecting the police in that I'm willing to make room for mistakes. But I'm not willing to make room for cover-up. I'm willing to defend Congress saying, hey, they've got a difficult job, but I'm not willing to accept them signing bills they've never read. Okay, there's a balance here, and I'm trying to bring people together in common sense for solutions, Sheriff, but then they just attack me. Yeah, I, I, I get that, too. I mean, I, I get the same kind of thing. You know, if you don't go along with the corruption of government, then you're a radical, uh, you're a conspiracy theorist, and and you're not just marginalized and ostracized you are you are literally uh well i can't say literally but you are in a way literally tarred and feathered uh philosophically and and uh with words you are literally tarred and feathered and r run out of town on a rail and and it's it's just scary how effective that is because you and I have said this on the program numerous times if the media is backing you you can get away with anything and that's exactly what's happening and the the murders happening that, that you mentioned in Chicago at such an alarming rate now up 50% uh, from their uh, horrible rate last year 
and it it's just it just keeps getting worse and that's why I say how is it that we keep reelecting the same people over and over it's either utter corruption or or utter brainwashing or maybe both but uh, and now the democrats look like they're going to have complete monopoly of uh, democrat socialistic government in washington dc this coming year and so that will be in existence for at least two years. And uh, it's uh, the next two years is going to be an amazing historical catastrophe for America to, to keep building on the catastrophe that we're already in in the middle of uh, 2020. Man, it's something else, Sam. And, I, and I, I don't mean to just complain. I know some people are saying, you know, you go over this quite a bit, Sam, and my response is, let this be a record to the world, to a candid world, as the Founding Fathers put it. Yeah. But I am doing my very best to bring people together. Look, I'm not unfairly attacking the police. But when they're literally doing this to these females, uh, at some point it needs to, to be talked about. Uh, it's one thing for this to happen, but then when the, the cover-up happens, look, I'm telling you, uh, while uh, these women are being harassed by the cops or whatever else, they're getting in the wrong homes, they're doing these no-knock raids and... You've literally got people being murdered in the streets every single day. But then we allow somehow one man to get killed by a cop, and we absolutely slaughter the cops, and we let riots and destruction of private property rage for days and weeks and months on end. But at the same time, uh, we literally ignore 19 people were shot in a given literal weekend, basically. Six fatally from Christmas Day to Sunday. That's like Friday to Sunday, right? Right. 19 people were shot in a gun-free zone. Six people fatally. You've got literally 50% increase in murder in Chicago in one year, Sheriff. Okay? You've got 3,180 shooting incidents in a given city in America. This isn't the whole of America. This is a single city where you're not allowed to even have guns, they claim. Yeah. And then I'm the bad guy for bringing up this hypocrisy and this double standard and this manipulation. I'm the guy that's salacious. I'm the guy that's ratcheting things up. Yeah, they have to do that to us uh, so they can destroy the message. Destroy the messenger, destroy the message. Well, this is, message is very simple and very clear. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the greatest country on the face of the earth. We should turn to God Almighty for comfort, blessings, and protection. We should also use all the checks and balances that this country has to create the most transparent, the most accountable, the most responsible, uh, and, and, and the most gentle, kind, patient government that serves the people we possibly can. This is a mandate from the founders. This is a mandate that every appointed and elected official takes uh, by swearing an oath to the supreme land to protect us from enemies foreign and domestic. There are ways to have peace in the country, but no one's talking about them. Hardly. I shouldn't say no one. I know Kurt Cosby and others would say there are some people, Sam. You're right. There's the very few. But uh, then we get relentlessly attacked. Okay, I would say that religion is one of the great answers, turning people to God. Marriage is one of the great answers. One man, one woman, uh, traditional marriages, where there's fidelity and safety, less poverty, 
uh, guidance for children. Uh, okay, all these things matter. I submit to you the answers are within the walls of our own homes. The answers are within our families. And then the answers are to expect government to do its duty, to do its due diligence, to have transparency. When a mistake is made, we the people are pretty forgiving, but not if we're not given the chance. Well, we're pretty forgiving, except for when you add insult to injury and cover these things up. We need to have the American people and those who serve them get on the same page. And until we do, Sheriff, I'm predicting this gets much worse. I pray that it doesn't, but I'm giving the warning now. Yeah, and, and still, Sam, the, the most of the radio shows and even television shows that do commentary, such as yours, they forget one very serious part, and that is the solution. And you always hit on the solution. I always hit on the solution. Uh, the entire CSPOA organization is all about solutions. And uh, it, it is the simple answer, as you said, re returning to fundamental principles, uh, turning our hearts to God, uh, making sure our families are strong, and and that we're spending time uh, with our families. Uh, and I, you're right. The most important work we, we can do is within the walls of our own home. And so we still focus on those solutions. But we cannot ignore uh, the corruption that's going on in our country. Uh, we, we have no faith in our politicians. We have no faith in our government. We have no trust in the police. And it's, it's really getting difficult to look at all that's going on and the destruction of our country and economy all in the name of our help and, and that how widespread ex, accepted that is by the masses because of the fear-mongering that, that obviously works. But uh, I really want everyone on the show to know there is a solution. Uh, we believe that we are a part of it. We believe that you need to be a part of it. And it's all boiling down to one thing, that we pray to God that he will heal our hearts and heal our land and re help us return uh, to those fundamental principles uh, of American ideals. Amen to that, <clears throat> and I would also like to submit this radio program to the courts on behalf of this, as far as I understand, she's a black woman, Mrs. Young, uh, for her to get the video. Have we dealt with this topic too salaciously, Sheriff? Have we blown this up in a salacious manner against the police? No, uh, I, don't, I don't think so. Uh, I get, as soon as you mentioned that there's a woman naked, I guess you, you, know, you could get accused of being salacious. And I just don't know how else to portray the fact right. that we need transparency exactly. and accountability here. And I need yeah, to at least I, let the people know what happened and I why they're paying out salacious. millions of dollars, right? Yeah, that's not salacious. That's that's a police case. And I've tried to deal with it as, as appropriately as I possibly can. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, and I, right. I had a similar case where a, a woman that we were, uh, she actually called us on a family fight and then, when we got there, her boyfriend was gone, and she told us that she wanted us out of the house. And she said, if you don't leave my house, I'm going to take off my clothes. And uh, so she started to. She, she she never got naked, thank goodness. But we said, do you think that's a little bit of a problem? 
and do you understand why we're here? Because you're willing to do kind of crazy things. And, you know, we just tried to talk her through it. You really think that taking your clothes off in front of two stranger police officers is going to be any kind of an answer or solution? But this is the things that cops do have to deal with, and it is a difficult job. And I'll be the very first one to admit, it is a very difficult job. But you were absolutely correct. If you make a mistake, own up to it and make the best of it. Uh, And you know what? We all know we're going to make mistakes. We're all human. Cops are all human, okay? And and I totally agree with what you've portrayed today, and I, I thought it was a great show. Don't you believe the American people will be forgiving if, if they can build trust, though? I think people totally. know that they're human. I think people will give a pass for that. If you own up to it. And if it's rare, meaning, it, you know what, it happens once in a while with split-second decisions, but it's got to be rare. If it happens all the time, we lose patience, too. You know, it happens once, you know, shame on you. It happens twice, three times, shame on me. At some point, you go, wait a minute. But I think the American people will be forgiving. I also want to say this is Solutions Radio. You're right about that. And, by the way, we have a, a preparedness fair coming up. It's going to be at Liberty Hall uh, in uh, Utah. And it's going to be on January the 16th, Saturday. Check it out, ladies and gentlemen. LovingLiberty.net for more details. It's going to be uh, midday. It's going to be a tremendous event. LovingLiberty.net, Preparedness Fair. Come it up. Check it out. We'll talk more about it in the next couple of weeks and days. We'll even get a few of the speakers on. Uh, there's going to be incredible speakers and events and projects and booths and a whole lot more. LovingLiberty.net. Check it out today. This is Solutions Radio. Sheriff, I think becoming members of the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association can go a long way to help that training we've been discussing happen. Speaking of solutions. Amen to that. It sure is. We need everybody involved in that. CSPOA.org is the website. I'm a lifetime member. Highly recommend you become part of the solutions today. For Sam Bushman and Sheriff Richard Mack, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.